have the governor to publicly condemn this um, and come out with a statement and immediately halt. He does have the power under Title 32, which he controls the National Guard. Even though it's federally funded, he has state control. Hello, everyone. I'm Brandon Lewis, founder of the Tennessee Conservative, and joining me today is Mickey Shelton. Mickey Shelton is a captain serving in the Tennessee National Guard. He has served since 2011. He started out in the infantry and ended up commissioning through Wentworth Military Academy. He has been on several worldwide missions and has served in the Middle East. Mickey has been politically active at the local and the national level since 2014. Mickey is here to discuss the DOD mandate, what it means for about 600 guardsmen in the volunteer state, and what our Tennessee politicians are and aren't doing to help preserve the medical freedom of our fighting men and women. Mickey, welcome to the program, buddy. Hey, Brandon, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be on your show. Uh, and if I could just give a quick disclaimer, too, as well. Um, my opinions are my own and not of the DOD's uh, U.S. Armies or the Army National Guard. Um, All right. So in these these comments have not been approved by the Food and Drug Administration. Uh, your mileage may vary. Uh, we got to put all that out there. So talk a little bit, if you will, about um, the DOD mandate. Exactly what is it and who will it impact in Tennessee and when will it do it? So uh, Lloyd Austin, back in August of 24, 2021, came out with a uh, memo from the DOD stating that you had to get the COVID-19 vaccine or you were going to be booted from service. You can no longer receive pay. Uh, you can no longer come to drill. Um, so what had happened with that memo when it came down is, you know, these straight refusals, people who did not have a medical or religious exemption, people who just simply didn't want the shot. June 30th, uh, the National Guard uh, no longer is in a pay status and they can no longer come to drill. So that already happened and we're faced with 600 soldiers at this time in Tennessee alone. That's not talking about the 40,000 across the United States at this time, but just 600 in Tennessee can no longer go to drill. So they'll let you stand in front of, in a, in front of live fire, maybe step on a landmine, perhaps kill yourself working on heavy equipment, but God forbid, especially if you've got natural immunity or something uh, that you can make your own medical decisions and we know it doesn't prevent it. And most people that are in, in the military and in the Tennessee National Guard, because the fitness tests tend to be extremely fit people. So I saw the governor's office issued this backhanded statement saying that they stood with the guardsmen, uh, you know, kind of singling out those who wanted to uh, keep their medical and their religious freedoms under the Tennessee Constitution. Whoever sent that out, in my opinion, should be fired. But they did not indicate any type of concrete action that they, they wanted to take, which is, you know, pretty typical of the governor's office to say something that looks good on social media and to do absolutely nothing about it. Yeah. So what has the governor done to protect the medical and religious freedom of the guardsmen so far? Like, What has he actually done? So you hit the nail on the head with that. I couldn't explain it more perfectly. Um, so other than just lip service, um, absolutely nothing besides the fact that he has stated he has approved all the religious exemptions at the state level, a majority of them. Um, which again puts us back in the same position because it ultimately leaves us with the Surgeon General at this federal level approving this. And if it's left up to the Surgeon General, they've only approved less than 200 across the entire military. Um, and these are people that's already getting out. So it's as if the governor hasn't done anything or it's almost as if he, he just might as well have not have spoken uh, on the issue because the end result is still going to be the same. 
Um, and I, I think he's really just scared of uh, lashing out at the DOD or Biden administration because he's afraid to lose federal funding since it's a federal funding issue to him. Yeah, well, Lee will sell the medical right to federal workers and guardsmen and fighting men and women or people that, you know, were in the COVID uh, pandemic front and center before a vaccine. He will throw all of them under the bus for, for federal money. And the love of money is really what has corrupted the Republican Party all the way through in Tennessee. The left-leaning corporations and the federal government uh, seems to be, you know, it says you can serve God or you can serve money, but you can't serve both. And apparently they've decided who to serve in this particular situation is the legislature uh, taking any action. I've heard that there are some advocates uh, issuing a, a lot stronger statement than the government, uh, the governor's office, which is typical. Uh, what have you heard from the legislature? And of course, it is a huge uphill battle uh, to try to get a special session. We got, you know, two of them. Uh, three of them really won to, to try to fix the screw-ups in education caused by the Republicans, uh, letting the, the, the people go crazy with everything, and then trying to give people back, just give them back their freedom that they already possessed. Uh, they had two more of those. Uh, do you think that you have a chance at a special session? What's been heard legislatively? You know, I, I do, and I get so many calls from different legislators. Um, and and I, I don't want to start naming names because I don't want to leave anybody out, but we've had dozens of state uh, representatives come out and support and make statements, uh, state senators, um, even a U.S. senator. Um, we've had the lieutenant governor make a positive comment and the speaker. Uh, you know, the only three people that has really kind of just been bland or said something politi politically correct has been, one, the governor, of course, um, which is doing nothing to help our cause. Um, you know, the adjutant general, General Holmes, has not stated anything, to my knowledge. Uh, and the attorney general, attorneys general, uh, Slattery, he's just no comment. So, um, you know, they absolutely can do something. So it's sad that we haven't really heard from them at all. Um, but yeah, we've gotten so much support. I know some people's got some bills on the floor. I know Marsha Blackburn uh, had said she is planning to announce a bill. Uh, you have Mark Green. Mark Green's office just called me. Uh, you know, they said they have a bill uh, put forth that's introduced. But again, these are things introduced. We have to wait until we take back, uh, you know, the house during, you know, for the midterms. If not, it's pretty much cannon fodder. Um, uh, and, and we're still going to have the end results. But we've, we've received so much support. It's just the governor. The governor has to act. But I hmm. think we'll definitely have um, a good chance of special session. There's so many people that keeps coming out and uh, saying we should have a special session. Well, so if we have conservatives watching this uh, who want to help the guardsmen, who uh, think that we should stand with their fighting men and women, can't get it out of the governor's office proactively, uh, what kind of action could those people take that are going to watch this video, listen to this podcast, or read this article? Absolutely. I think the first thing is call the governor's office. Um, you know, Google his number, call that number, tell him uh, you're, you're discontent for this. Uh, don't fire these uh, guards members. Um, also tell him to have his attorneys general uh, slattery to file an emergency injunction against the DOD mandate um, and have a lawsuit coordinated with other AGs in other states. Um, you know, have his uh, adjutant general, General Holmes, to have no adverse actions taken against people that refuse the vaccine and have the governor to publicly condemn this um, and come out with a statement and immediately halt. He does have the power under Title 32, which he controls the National Guard. Even though it's federally funded, he has state control. So um, let them know that. And if you're out there and you feel like you're, uh, you can't speak or somebody's telling you you can't speak, you absolutely can. You can make a disclaimer. Don't be in uniform. Don't be on orders. And say you have the rights under the First Amendment to speak your mind. And I think people need to hear your voice because we have so many soldiers getting hurt from this. 
so many soldiers getting uh, vaccine injured and having long-term health effects now uh, due to this. So it's not a good cost-benefit analysis um, of taking this vaccine. Well, you heard it, guys. Uh, call the, the governor's office. I think you'd be pleading to deaf ears, or but give it a good shot. I mean, all you can do is do your best as a uh, conservative uh, patriot and then let the chips fall where they may. Here at the Tennessee Conservative, guys, we bring you news that no other organization will bring you. We're the only organization that covered anything on social media censorship. We're the only organization that is fighting in any significant way against illegal immigration in our state. We are one of the strongest advocates for school choice. We try our very best to keep Republicans honest on their campaign promises, and we try to fight against the corruption caused by left-leaning corporations in Nashville and the bureaucracy that government has created that works against your interests with taxpayer-funded lobbyists. The only way we can do this, and I kid you not, is with your support. Nobody else is going to do it. If you're waiting on somebody else to be conservative in your stead, that's how we got to the point we are, and that's why we have so few conservative media outlets. So when you go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com support, and if you give any amount, we will send you this proud Tennessee conservative bumper sticker. We will also send you this Please Don't California My Tennessee bumper sticker, and we will send you a directory, and I hope this thing changes in the primary of all our state Republicans, uh, both at the House and at the Senate level, so that when they try to do shenanigans, you can call them and tell them to stop, and when they try to do good things, you can ask them to go forward. And finally, if you get $50 or more, or a recurring donation of $10 or more, you'll get this proud Tennessee conservative tumbler. Now, this tumbler was made from the melted-down sword of Excalibur. It has magical properties. It will imbue you with superpowers. It will correct all of your vitamin uh, deficiencies. It also uh, cures most rheumatoid arthritis. And um, if you were to, to take this, and if you were to put all the campaign promises in here that were made on the campaign trail, this also has like a Wonder Woman's magic lasso. It has the ability to get truth out of people. If you put most Republicans' campaign promises in here, which would fill it up to the very brim, and you close the lids and you wave your hand over it, and then you poured it out, you'd get about three drops of conservative policy. That is how magical this tumbler is, and it helps conservative messages and news get out there. Guys, I need your help. Go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. I'll plainly tell you, last year, we got our taxes back. I put sixty-five grand into this puppy. So when you say, well, I don't have any money I can't give, I'm going to have to call BS on that. Get in the fight. Give today. TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. I can't do it without you. Don't wait for somebody else to do it because it ain't going to get done. Uh, Mickey, you've been kind with your time. I know that you're at in an event, and uh, I had to come down off the mountain to, uh, to do this interview ad hoc, and you, you're at a conference, and so you've had to go find a parking lot. Uh, but I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Uh, you've been kind with your time. Uh, give you the last word. So, so again, I know you had mentioned probably falling on deaf ears for the governor, but hey, you know, go to your local state representatives too as well. Um, contact them. Tell them to uh, support the National Guard, stop the firing, have them to call for a special session. But again, if you're out there, you feel like you're a lone wolf. Uh, this is one of my favorite quotes by Samuel Adams. It doesn't take a majority to prevail. Yeah, an irate, keen minority keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men. I butchered that a little bit, but 
I think you get the point. Um, but don't give up, speak up, and help save these National Guard soldiers, one, for their health, and two, um, so they can keep their jobs. Well, very good, Mickey. I'm with you guys. Do pick up the phone, call the governor, call your state representative, call your state senator. Uh, do support these people. Um, put some political pressure on these folks to do the right thing. It's sad that you have to put political pressure on a leader of a state um, that says he stands by medical freedom to do the right thing. Uh, but sometimes you have to do that because uh, the talk doesn't match the walk in Tennessee uh, in the governor's mansion in this regard. So guys, if you've enjoyed this interview, please do go to tennesseeconservativenews.com, hit that uh, subscribe button. If you like what we do, bringing you stories that the left-wing media will not, hit the support button. We could really use it. And anywhere you get podcasts, do search for Tennessee Conservative. Until next time, I'm Brandon Lewis, signing off.